Hello, Nightly Embers, and welcome to this week's episode of Ashes to Ashes, a podcast that features spooky, scary stories and history, paranormal and cryptids, as well as your true encounters. My name is Ash, and I'll be your ghoulish host. Now, before we begin, remember, if you have anything you want to share, such as a personal story or even a category idea, I'd love to hear from you. You can send all of that to ashes to ashes spooky podcast at gmail.com as well as give a follow on Facebook. And from there, you can also find the fan page group where you can interact with other nightly embers on each week's episode. So we've heard about typical haunted places, homes, hospitals and asylums, jails and prisons, but what about an educational building? There's a few like university campuses and dorms, places like the University of Notre Dame and Smith College, you know, just to name a few. But for today's episode, we're going back to the middle of nowhere. Much like the first episode, we're taking a field trip to Iowa. So back in 1921, Far... Oh my gosh. Farrar Elementary School. Far... Far... Farrar? I'm going... I can't help but chuckle trying to pronounce this. Anyway, in 1921, this town that I cannot pronounce to save my life was graced with a new elementary school. Residents from all around attended a ceremony in early April to celebrate um, the new school uh, with the performance of the band that they got together is like this reopening or opening I should say of of this school the the scissor ribbon cutting event Uh, so the school's property consists of six acres of land and a 17,000 square foot schoolhouse it had multiple levels uh, I believe it was three. Um, for 80 years, the school held classes in, ses- in session. And then um, once again in 2002, uh, for the 80th anniversary, they did another celebration type deal. Much like with the grand opening. There's the word, grand opening. <laughs> of the school. Um, but however... Unfortunately, the school's doors, this would be the last they would see such an occasion because the school closed. You know, the town's residents, they started to dwindle. You know, you see that a lot with those, those smaller towns that don't really create the business structure to maintain 
you know, people to live there. If you don't have the job, so to travel too far for a job, things are going to dwindle down. So about half a decade, the school is untouched from 2002 and 2006. There are natural signs of wear and tear of the structure, paint peeling, things dilapidating a little bit. And, you know, unfortunately, the graffiti with people sneaking in. Um, the building was then purchased in 2006 by its current owners, Jim and Nancy Oliver. And it wasn't too long before they noticed... Things were creepy. Normal things like footsteps, voices, slamming of the doors. You know, the usual haunted places. But you know, my question is why? Upon my research, I really couldn't gather information of like negative events that would keep this activity you know there's always going to be rumors of like well this teacher was really mean and they did this and that or you know someone might have hurt themselves you know I, I I couldn't find anything like that but turns out however <laughs> right across the street neighbors a 150-year-old cemetery. And I googled this, too. I'm like, okay, how small is this town? No, when I, when I Google mapped it, there was the school. And then I paneled the... When I paneled the camera around, there was a few, like, new developmental houses. And then there's, right there, a cemetery. Right next to a church. And you know what got me thinking? Just because there's a cemetery there does not mean that that's where people want to stay. There's haunted cemeteries, right? Who's not to say that... They're like, hmm, we're going to wander across the street and we're going to go hang out in the new, <laughs> the new building. <laughs> because why would you stay at a place where your body lay six feet under? I mean, the more space, why wouldn't you? Since the closing of the school, Jim and Nancy had been taking care of the the building and they've actually have opened up so people can schedule chores investigations all the fun stuff that we want to do uh in fact uh while having the school in their ownership nancy has stated that she's seen a figure of a young boy standing out on the stairs near the gym and she's also indicated that in one of the classrooms 
there's been a figure of a young girl with long, uh, frilly dress, and her hair was seen. The giggle of a child was also heard during the, the same incident as well. There have been reports from a former janitor that would frequently find lights to the gymnasium turned on long after he had turned them off. While others were investigating, they've heard noises like you know, people were walking on a lower floor or um, shadows seen throughout the building coming out of uh, classrooms in the principal's office. Uh, one of the classrooms, uh, I'm assuming second floor since it was room 206 there's been an apparition of a boy exiting out of a closet why is it always closets have you noticed that closets why 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 do why does the paranormal hang out in closets is it like their safe space i don't know and then also there's been um, like gym equipment balls that are scrolling, scrolling, rolling across the the gymnasium floor, um, and it's been or not the gymnasium, the classroom. I can't read my notes apparently. Um, across the classroom floor, so that's been labeled as like the ballroom because of that particular activity. Uh, but in the gym. There was someone that could hear music being played. My thinking on that is, you know, I've talked about before leaving energy footprints. Like, doesn't matter if it's like negative or positive. If that energy is super strong, turns out we could almost haunt ourselves because of all of the energy that was left. So it's quite possible that all that positive energy from the grand opening of the school, it could have left that musical influence and that's how you could hear it across. As I mentioned before, this is definitely a field trip I would want to take. I think it'd be really neat to kind of sit in one of the classrooms, maybe wear some like period clothing of the 20s, maybe 30s, and just kind of sit and see what happens. I know, um, I believe Kindred Spirit, that's a paranormal show that I like to watch, and I believe um, Ghost Adventures did an episode on this too. I'm not 100% certain but when I saw it on kindred spirits I'm like wait they're talking about Iowa Iowa made the news it's if it's not the axe murder case I didn't even I didn't even know this the school existed on the map and it's 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 pretty small town there's like less than 30 residents here but I would love 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 to make a field trip to this location so 
Loki, if anyone wants to go with me, but also has equipment because I don't have any, I will gladly bring the snacks. We'll have ourselves a little hunker down investigation at this elementary school. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm totally for it. So let me know. Would you go with me? Have you been to any investigations? I want to know. Thank you, Nightly Embers, for listening to this week's a Spooky Scary Podcast. We'll see you next week. But until then, remember, you can connect on Facebook, on Instagram. Send over your spooky, scary stories or encounters to ashes to ashes spooky podcast at gmail.com. Remember, too, if you have Apple Podcasts, feel free and please, I should say, send us a, a five-star review and we'll get you a shout-out. The more reviews and recognition, the more we can share all the spookiness. Again, this is your host, Ash, and I'll see you next week.